So the primaries have begun. You've got seven primaries going on today. Michigan, the big prize. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Be sure to like the page. Twitter and Instagram, Tony Katz. You can follow along there as well. The phone number, 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. Idaho, Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota, Washington. These are the primaries today. A lot of people saying how this is going to be it. Biden can put Bernie in the trunk and it's all done. 538 blog, Nate Silver, saying this is the biggest turnaround for a Democratic candidate ever. Or maybe just second to John Kerry's fortunes back in 2004. Poll after poll, if we were to take the amalgam, shows Joe Biden double-digit lead over Bernie Sanders and maybe as much as 20%. Me? I'll wait to see what happens. Because I actually don't know what's going to happen. If the numbers are correct, well, then Biden is going to sweep. He'll sweep seven out of seven, which is pretty awful for Bernie Sanders, considering he won Idaho four years ago. He won Michigan four years ago. He won North Dakota four years ago. He won Washington four years ago. You won against Hillary four years ago. You can't beat Joe Biden now. Joe Biden, you can't beat. Now, this is the story. The story is about Joe Biden. Because people like myself, including myself, said very clearly, Joe Biden was not going to be the nominee. Did I or did I not say it? I said it. I said it as clear as day. I don't ever lie about what I said. You got to own what you said. No way Joe Biden's going to be the nominee. And I said Joe Biden is not going to be the nominee because Joe Biden cannot speak the English language. Turn this primary from a campaign that's about negative attacks into one about what we're for because we cannot get reelect. We cannot win this reelection. Excuse me. We can only reelect Donald Trump. Oh, see, they're laughing. Oh, it's it's, it's another Biden gaffe. <laughs> It's not a gaffe. It's a thing. Now, I want to say for the record, I am not making any medical diagnosis of Joe Biden. I have no capacity to do so. I have no training to do so. And how do you diagnose somebody who isn't right in front of you? These are the rules. Stop media from diagnosing Donald Trump. It hasn't stopped people like former CIA director John Brennan a criminal in his own right from going on to cable news networks where he is joyfully welcomed regardless of his horrific behavior, if not criminal behavior, regarding the Russian investigation, never mind his failures as CIA director. And it doesn't stop networks from bringing him on so he can say things like this. So one of the things I think we see the difference here is that Donald Trump, who throughout his entire life, he's looked at the world through a prism of how things affect his personal and financial political fortunes. And I wonder whether he's psychologically capable to put the country's well-being first and to subordinate his own interests in trying to spin things in a manner that's not going to reflect badly on him. Politics need to be damned at this point. The health and safety of the American public is most important. Now, obviously, we want to make sure that our economy is going to be able to withstand this this traumatic hit that it seems to be taking right now. 
Let's not worry about what Brennan thinks about uh, the economy like like he uh, cares at all. But all of a sudden, John Brennan knows about the the, the, the psychological profile of of, of Donald Trump and whether I... Well, this is all part of the continued conversation of narrative. How to attack, attack, attack. John Brennan is not worried about the people of America. John Brennan is not worried about coronavirus nor its spread. John, John Brennan is worried about forcing you or pushing you into the idea to think that somehow Donald Trump is not up to the task. Why don't we ask this question of Governor Gavin Newsom? Now, Governor Gavin Newsom of California hates Donald Trump with an absolute passion. Hates the man. That's clear and that's obvious. Jay Inslee, the governor of Washington State, hates Donald Trump. That's obvious. But when he was on Face the Nation on CBS just this past weekend, it was Governor Jay Inslee of Washington State where the most deaths have occurred who said the administration has been doing its job. We've had good communication with the administration. Everything is working well. So when Governor Newsom is asked the same question regarding the cruise ship off of uh, the California coast, off of San Francisco, and he's asked the same question about the administration, a man who hates Donald Trump with the passion of 10,000 sons, what does he say? Over the past couple of days, President Trump has said that he would prefer if none of the passengers aboard these cruises landed on U.S. soil. Did he mention any of that to you in your conversation? Yeah, we had a we had a private conversation, but he said we're going to do the right thing, and you have my support, uh, all of our support, uh, logistically and otherwise. So I, before he made those statements publicly, I had a private conversation with him around 4:30 uh, West Coast time, uh, and he said everything. Uh, that I could have hoped for. Uh, And we had a very long conversation. uh, And every single thing he said, they followed through on. So I'm I'm just not interested in in finding daylight uh, on those statements because uh, every single thing, his administration, and it starts at the top, uh, including the vice president, uh, has been consistent with uh, the expectation that we repatriate these passengers and we do it in a way that does justice to the spirit that defines the best of our country and the state of California. John Brennan questions that whether or not the president has the, has the psychological wherewithal to handle something like coronavirus. And I now have two governors, not one but two, who hate this man with a passion, both saying everything we've been promised has been delivered. Everything we're getting in terms of information has been solid and worthwhile. Why can't we notice that we're being played here? Because we're being played here. Because I I think that was CNN where uh, Brennan was on wants us to question whether or not Trump is up to the task based on hating Trump, but people who actually have to do the work, they are saying it's going well. Note that difference, because that difference is the difference between real life and the college lounge, the faculty lounge. In the real world, where it's life and death, information, 
access to, to product is happening. Testing happening, if you will. Decisions being made jointly that do the best to protect the mass amounts of people. And in the real world, the people who are actually responsive to voters, responsive to the citizenry, are saying it's going great. But in the faculty lounge, where they never have to deal with the ramifications of their thoughts, you live in a world where if you walk down the street, walk up to somebody bigger than you, and tell them their mother is ugly, they can punch you in the nose. But if they in the classroom say your mother is ugly, well, it's part of a rhetorical exercise. They in the faculty lounge think up fanciful ideas and thoughts about how the world should be. And then they push for candidates who will implement those thoughts. But those thoughts are never things that affect them. When they talk about uh, either love when they talk about social engineering it never affects them because they're in the position to be the engineers it affects you and when it doesn't work you know what they say hmm pity and then they go back to the faculty lounge check the patches on their elbows and think up another fanciful idea they live in a land of no consequences for their actions you don't have that luxury not at all you don't have that ability what you have are your two eyes your two ears and the lump of gray matter in between to coalesce the vapors and you notice something they talk about donald trump's mindset they talk about donald trump's capabilities and questioning them left and right but they don't say thing one about joe biden I am not a doctor. I cannot diagnose the man. All I can do is listen. And I ask the question out loud. This guy seem right to you? Let's say it a different way. Something that I have said both on radio and on television. When Joe Biden goes to debate Donald Trump, Joe Biden is going to turn into a puddle of goo. Because he cannot string together the sentences he cannot complete the thought this is not me diagnosing the man this is me listening you've heard it and i've heard it and he cannot do it so when we take a look at today's primary when we take a look at what's happening in michigan and in in missouri and mississippi uh, ask yourself the following question Let's say Biden clean sweeps. The argument certainly could be made that people really have turned off or have been turned off to Bernie and they just want to keep him from getting the nomination. Remember, there's always Tulsi. <laughs> like they're going to ever allow Tulsi uh, onto a debate stage. Maybe the people are saying we really don't want Bernie. But what makes you so sure they want Biden? Will not be the nominee. Maybe I'll be proven wrong. Or maybe we'll get to the place where there is no one who gets the 1991 delegates necessary to get the nomination. Something I've been saying for a while now. And I still hold to. This is the Democratic Party. 
I bring up Tulsi Gabbard. They kept her out of the debate because they changed the rules to keep her out of the debate, just like they changed the rules to allow Mike Bloomberg into the debate, which he should have said, no thanks, I'll just pay place my ads and spend another half billion dollars. I'll have a better shot. Because if people actually learn what I'm all about, my gosh, they're never going to vote for me. And it turns out they learned what Mike Bloomberg was all about, and then they didn't vote for him. $500 million. Goodness gracious. $500 million, and he won't miss it. That's, that's all I'm looking to do in the world, people. <laughs> that's all I want in the world. What makes us think that the Democrats don't know that Joe Biden has a problem? What makes us think the Democrats won't work to make a change? Are you telling me that you and I are the only people who have listened to Joe Biden and said to ourselves, this guy can't get on a debate stage? What are you, nuts? Democrats are going to let him go against Trump? Are they? No, we're not crazy. (laughs) We're not crazy. If we're going to have a conversation about mental acuity, let's bring it down. Let's have it about everybody. Let's bring Biden into the fold. My argument is, what if somebody is already having that conversation? Because Biden has proven that he can't do it. He's not capable. The Democrats have proven they literally have no options at this moment. But that doesn't mean they can't manufacture one. I put forth to you that I put nothing past today's Democratic Party. And the real problem they have, the argument about Trump's mental acuity falls flat on its face when met with reality. And those people who hate him but have to at least give him his due. The conversation about Biden's mental acuity isn't even happening, which only proves there may very well be a problem. And I don't think Democrats are crazy enough to let that go through the convention in Milwaukee. But we will find out soon enough. I'm Tony Katz.